right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's going on, guys? This is Yeezy Busta, and welcome to another episode of Legit Check. Here I'm with my good friend, Severino Alvarez, a.k.a. Severino Truly. Now, today we're going to be talking about some very interesting topics, kind of like diving into Severino's life. Um, as you guys know, I have a lot of cool people on the show that not necessarily are in front of the camera or in front of the scenes at all times. So, uh, Severino, go ahead, introduce yourself, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, everyone. Severino Alvarez here, a.k.a. Sevi or Severino Truly. These guys end up calling me a lot of different names, so... <laughs> Whatever one sticks, it just depends on what day of the week it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, today we're going to stick to uh, Sevi, just to make things a little bit easier. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm with that. So, um, I met Severino through a good friend of mine, uh, Dre, aka Croatian Style. I've had him uh, on the show before, and uh, we've been good friends ever since we met. Had our ups and downs, butt heads a few times, but that's totally normal and okay. So, Sevi, tell us a little bit uh, about what you do how maybe you got acquainted with Dre, uh, what's your part of the fashion sneaker world? Yeah, so Dre and I met at Basel in Miami through uh, a big sneaker critic and sneaker collector and sneaker connoisseur, a.k.a. Trinidad James, TJ, as we know him. Um, he introduced us back in, I believe it was 2015. Um, maybe 2014, 2015. And yeah, he, he introduced me to Dre. Um, we had a very unique introduction and became friends in the next year, I would say after that. Um, anyways, that's how I met Dre. What I do typically depends on Who's asking, or again, I like to say, like, it depends on what day of the week it is. Uh, <laughs> a lot of entrepreneurial stuff that is involved um, with basically conceptual ideas that involve brand development. Um, I do a lot of consulting. Uh, there's a kid that 
is 17 years old that I life coach right now. That's kind of what I have seen that will best benefit him and his creative ventures. Um, I wouldn't say there's a ton of brands that I work with. There's a few brands that I work with. There has been brands in the past that I don't work with anymore, uh, clothing-wise and fashion that I don't work with anymore that I did. But consulting, advisement, brand development, it's, uh, it's kind of a very intriguing and unique uh, industry that we work in you know sometimes you work on like a specific project for one brand for a month and then you're done and other times you are working with a brand for several years and it becomes kind of like a home to you uh, yeah so give uh give us an example of you know one of the cooler brands that you've worked with and maybe you know i know some of it are uh, some of them are a top secret so it's okay yeah, there's a few that probably I wouldn't be able to speak about and keep my reputation. Uh, but we're not out here to get you. You're not out here to get me. That happens a lot on the on these on these podcasts sometimes. Not here though. Yeah, I would say right now there. Is, I mean, shoot, I'll tell you a really great brand I work with, Project Blitz. Mm. Project Blitz. Never heard of it. Yeah, never heard of it. You know. <laughs> If if you've had Dre on here, then you know what Project Blitz is and what yeah. Project Blitz does. Here's the second episode. Okay, cool. So, well, then we don't even need to delve down that hole. Uh, in the last few months, and my first project was during Art Basel, is Haritos. Yep. You just did a cool little post about Haritos, but yeah, it's a Mexican soda brand. You would say, what the heck does soda and culture and sneakers have to do together? Well, yeah, we made it happen. Yeah, we did. I don't really like to like generally work with any specific brand, any specific industry. I kind of just like to keep the, the, the door open and just see kind of what flows my way. I mean, we're here in Hawaii right now as we record this. Making some big moves. Yeah, making some big moves. You know, like we were just here for the Louis Vuitton dinner. So it's difficult to say that I work for or with Louis Vuitton. They have offered me a position a couple of times, but the, uh, specific way that I'm with them right now just makes more sense for me, my career path. Yeah, totally. But we're still out here. You know, we, we got invited to come out here and enjoy dinner. They opened up their new store here in Waikiki. So it was a blessing, and I feel very fortunate to come out here and celebrate with them. Wait, that was the new store, the one we went to? Yeah. Oh, it was okay. a brand new store. So that was cool. it was a historic, basically, building and foundation. Um the inside of that store for the last several months, I mean, maybe six to eight months, has been gutted and totally turned in because it had two stories before, but just a lot more condensed, not as much space throughout the whole store. They fit a lot more product in the store, which I'm, I'm assuming is their goal as any brand. It's like, why do we have all this space and we can't fit our product in here? Right. Now they can. So, But it was a, it was a Louis Vuitton before too? They just got, yeah. Oh, so they just redid it? Yep, they just oh, basically okay. redid the store. Gotcha. So that's what the whole two-day period was about you know nice obviously for me and for us it was a lot more than that relationships no, and being present with you know the people that you work with is really important so no absolutely absolutely yeah. we, we had a blast went to the beach today you know business and pleasure doesn't don't always mix but today was one of the few exceptions and and, and, and <laughs> it is it is one of the few places that you can actually mix business and pleasure and get absolutely. away with it hawaii so absolutely. yeah I kind of went on a tangent with what I do, but yeah, it just kind of depends where I need to fit and how I can best kind of bring the most value to the team. I love teamwork. 
I love hard work and um, I love entrepreneurship. So anything kind of within the fashion, art, creative realm is something that I'm usually interested in. Totally. I, I think that especially these days, the term entrepreneur is not what it used to be 20 years ago. And it's kind of hard to just pinpoint one thing that because I, I have a really hard time answering the question, what do you do? I really do. And it seems like you, in a way, don't have an exact answer. And yeah. that's okay, because I feel like that's kind of how things are now. And it's like you're saying with like uh, creative direction and you know helping brands out. Like I know, I know your involvement with Blitz, obviously, and what you did with Fritos, which is awesome. Like even me, like people are like, oh, what do you do? And I don't want to say influencer because I hate that word. Um, I don't want to say YouTuber, but rather say entrepreneur. Because there's a lot of things I do behind the scenes that, you know, I don't <clears throat> put in front of a camera. But yeah, totally understood. So what what are, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what do you think? Like, why do you think that is these days? Do you think it's because of the internet? Do you think it's bec because of the opportunity that the internet brings? Or do you think it has nothing to do with the internet? Is it just a new way of culture, a new way of life? Because I don't know, did you probably, when you were in college, you weren't like, okay, I'm definitely going to do all of these things. You know what I mean? No, like, not at all. Because most people, when they're in college, they're like, yeah, I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, uh, a business, or a teacher, or whatever, you know? So what, what, what do you think is that paradigm shift that probably occurred within the last decade or so? Yeah, so, I mean, I grew up wanting to be a Major League Baseball player. My dad played Major League Baseball. I played college baseball. I wanted to play Major League Baseball, you know, a little bit of pro ball. And it just, I, I, I got burnt out. But I think that the competitiveness of that was something that always was a part of me. It didn't need, need to be baseball for me to be competitive. I think that the, the shift happened probably when I was 23, um, which was 10 years ago now. So that would have been 2009 when, okay. I, met, when I met my wife. But it wasn't like I just kind of like came into fashion, you know, like I wasn't wearing Louis Vuitton and, and Visvum around and stuff like nowadays, but I was still with it, you know, like I knew what was going on. You know, my mom grew up sewing. So like, again, it wasn't like I was some outstanding, outspoken fashion critic or designer or whatever you may have it. But at a younger age, I was more aware of what went into design, pattern making, sewing, styling, you know, kind of have a foundation in the creative realm of fashion, art, etc. Because I mean, they all blend together. They always have. Nowadays with technology, it just seems so much more streamlined together. But the paradigm shift probably happened in 09 as far as when like I'm playing baseball to, oh wow, I'm going to really start styling people that made it further in baseball or other athletes or some artists from the Southeast, you know, because my dad played for the Braves in Atlanta, grew up with a lot of hip-hop artists, which is a story in, in, in of itself. But uh, yeah, just started using the other talents that I had outside of baseball, like my networking and, you know, my style. I always came to and left the park with something fresh on, so... When I stopped playing baseball, it it, it didn't ne it never stopped where people were always asking me like, yo, where'd you get that Sevy? Or yo, where'd you get those shoes? Or yeah. how did you get that? So, um, yeah. So would you say um, maybe your want for something that's like exclusive came from almost a competitiveness from baseball? Or do you think it's always something just you've, you've been into? 
I think exclusivity was something that I always enjoyed because my dad played pro ball. It wasn't something that I like gloated in. It started a long time ago, man. Like Beanie Babies, baseball cards. I mean, I remember literally selling my baseball card collection. And it's not like I sold like, oh, yeah, here's just a normal collection. It was like I had the baseball bat cards and the jersey cards and the autograph cards and like the rookie cards. And it just became like having the collection was always something that was important to me. Uh, it, it cycled through so many different things, but something that actually always remained constant was the wardrobe. Like, and when I say remain constant, it, it, I had cool shoes the whole time, but one year I loved paintball. So I had all the coolest paintball guns and all the gear and the new mask and the new goggles. And, you know, I might not have had the newest game system, but I still had the coolest shoes and the coolest fits to me. And then the next year, I'd probably be all into cars. So I'd, you know, like w- whatever with the car and I wouldn't have paintball gear anymore, but I'd still have the shoes and the fits that I needed, you know, for school. So I guess once I kind of became a little bit more successful and had a little bit more opportunity, the wardrobe just continued to grow. And that's what I remained kind of consistent with was like, I'm going to continue to grow my image. So uh, where do you think you got an inspiration for like wanting to, you know, collect sneakers and have like a cool, or, or did you ever have like an inspiration to collect sneakers or is that something more recent? Do you think back then it was just more so like, oh, these shoes look dope with this outfit rather than like, oh, I'm wearing Jordan 94s or whatever. I think you know my I mean? mom always dressed me nice and it made me passionate about making my, keep keeping myself clean, you know, like. But was it, but do you think it was more like when you say clean, was that more like just like white tees and like polos with skinny jeans or just something that looks It wasn't clean? necessarily any look. It was just basically when I say clean, it was like, I feel like my image has always been important. It wasn't like I'm trying to create a facade of who I'm not. It's trying to represent myself in the best way, oh, totally. which is like totally different. You can look at it totally different ways, but it's all the same thing. It's like when somebody gets all dressed up and all done up and clean and smells good and nice. Like somebody like, oh, they're just making a facade. And then other people be like, no, they're just like making the best representation of themselves. Like I look at it as we're all out here. We're all imperfect people, but the best image you can present yourself with is always what I thought to be one of the most important things, you know? Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Basically what you're saying is like you're always into certain things and you'd always kind of like need the best of the best and be able to... Kind of like what you're saying about like the paintball stuff and like the car stuff and the cards. Where did that? But you said you always looked fresh, um, no matter what you did. Yeah. So what? Do you, um, where do you think like the whole sneaker collecting side kind of came in? Obviously, you know it's the easy bust the podcast, so you know we got to talk a little bit about sneakers. Oh yeah, for sure, we got to. And what do you think was your first kind of like shoe? You're like, damn, like this is it. You know, I I love this sneaker and I have to get every color or every model or whatever like what, what do you think that that was your first one Cause, i mean because i know like for, just to give you guys context um so every note like whenever i i see him he's either wearing some crazy off-whites or some exclusive air forces or sakai's or whatever it might be or literally just a black pair of vans so facts what, what do you think what do you think was facts on the vans is what i mean yeah and what <laughs> what do you think was kind of like what made you get into everything? Was Vans always your thing? And then you kind of branched out into sneakers? or what I mean, think? I think it's a lot of things. You know, like, one thing that I don't get here get brought up, and maybe it's just me, and I'll just call myself out. Like, it's fun having things other people don't have sometimes. It's a talking point. It's it's Absolutely. it's not being a jerk, but it's, it's, it's being like, you know what, man? Like, yo, did you hear about these? Yeah, I heard about them. I couldn't get them. Yo, I got a cool pair. Like, come check them out. Like, yeah, nothing wrong it's with being, it. It's being the guy that has the piece that your friends want to see, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, nothing wrong with that. I mean, but style was obviously the epicenter of why I was doing it. Air Force Ones, Air Max Ones, Jordan Ones to a degree I've grown on me, but Air, Air Jordan Fours, when I was younger, were like that was the, the, shoe? the creme de la creme. Now, it, when I look at myself, I just look so boxy on me, and I and I and I I don't dismiss that I love that shoe. But yeah, like Air Force Ones, Air Max Ones. There's some shoes from back in the day. I mean, when I say my first shoe, uh, for one of the questions that you asked, I would probably like. I mean, one of the first ones that pops into my mind is literally Air Force One white. Air Force One white low, Air Force One white high. Right. Like, which is like, wow, that's pretty basic. But hey, there it is. I'm yeah, not, gonna, I'm not even going to front. Like that was my two of my go-tos. Somewhat accessible to get to, still clean. It, 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 it mattered. It was relevant with like multiple audiences where like you, you passed with the like croaky. I mean, I grew up in the Southeast. I grew up in South Carolina. So it's <laughs> like. Yeah, different it style, passed yeah. with the frat guys and the and the sorority girls to an extent, but you still passed with like the streets a little bit, like right. where you could be relevant on uh, on not both. There's not like a, a line draw on the sand, but like on every side. Right, there's multiple sides. I would say like a heater that I had back in the day was like, I mean, there was an Air Max one that was pink and gray that Clot came out with. 
way back. I mean, this was a long time ago. And uh, early 2000s. I was one of my big heaters back in the day. There was probably a Jordan 4 back in the day. A couple of Jordan 4s that I had that were fire. I never had like the M&M or anything. We, I, I'm not, I, I, can't, I can't stand out and say that I had like the 4, like Carhartt or Encore or anything crazy like that. But there was a couple of Jordans that I had. Maybe the Lightning Cool Gray, the original Cool Gray, you know? I'm an old man now, no, <laughs> now though, so it's kind of like when I look back, it's like the things that stick out to me are like just your typical Air Force ones and your standard Air Max ones too, man. Those were just two silhouettes that I always vibed with really well. Oh, totally. I think Air Force ones, like ever since they came out, have been a staple in like sneakers. Yep. And you know, a lot of people are are saying that they came back. I, I just, you know, a few minutes ago actually did say they came back. They never really left in a way, but now I feel like it's becoming more and more of like a normal thing. You know, but it's funny because I used to watch, you know, celebrities talk about their sneakers and they were always like, yeah, I have, I have Air Force Ones. I wear them one time and I throw them away, which is the funniest thing ever. And yeah. it's like the biggest like flex ever because they're like, yeah, I can wear a $100 shoe once and toss it away and I have another 100 pairs. But... Yeah, and they never really left, and it's such a timeless shoe. And I'm willing to put my money on it on the on this next statement. Like, hear me out, guys. Air Forces are going to be the next big thing next year. SBs are the thing this year, and like they're going to kind of slowly start dying out probably with the next year. They're never going to die out. Like the expensive ones are still going to be expensive, but um, and really hard to get. But I have a feeling that Air Forces are just going to skyrocket next year. Everyone's going to be going crazy for forces. Yeah, I agree. Well, so it's just, you know, it's just a shoe that's, it's like it's back like it never left. You know what I mean? But um, in a way, it's really going to explode next year. In my opinion, at least. I could be wrong. No, nah, I've, I've actually been saying that to some mutual friends of ours. I feel like Jordan 1's been going crazy. I don't think they'll ever die off necessarily, but I feel like one, the first, second, and third place shoe silhouette contenders always switch up every now and then. And, you know, you got the Jordan 1s, and now you got the SB craze going for a little bit. For sure, the Air Force 1s going to kick in. I'm uh, curious to see what, what silhouette it goes to after that. But I would agree with you. I, I would think that Air Forces is something that is going to come very, very hard culturally, as far as cultural significance in the next year. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think if we, if we really broke it down, though, I think from 2015... 2017, it was all easy. Everything was easy. Easy 350, easy 7. I mean, there were some sneakers in there. There were some sneakers in there, but like, but you didn't hear about any of the sneakers. You didn't hear about really anything, anything Nike much. I mean, Yeezy controlled the media. Like, and, and, I, and I'm not saying that like literal. I'm just saying it like, you didn't really hear much outside of the Yeezy releases. And, you didn't hear how, how much outside the of the market being totally just crazy on Yeezys. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think 2015, 2017 was really just like Kanye. That's it. Like I, I, The only thing I wore was Adidas during those three years. I never had worn Adidas previous. I, I honestly don't think I've ever owned a pair of Adidas sneakers previous to that. I was always a diehard Kanye fan. And, you know, still am, by the way. But now it's like all Travis Scott. You know, Jordan, 
Like, that's pretty much it. You know, like, now people are seeing easy releases every now and then. They're still kind of selling out, but they're not as crazy as they used to be. I think 2015, 2017 was for sure Yeezys. Maybe it went from 350 V1s to 750s to uh, 700s. And then I would say, no, I wouldn't even say 700s. I'd say V2s were like kind of like the takeover, but now I feel like people are kind of getting over them. So what do you think was like 2018 and 2019? Like what was the shoe of the year this year? A lot of people were saying oh, gosh, the Travis Scott. Jordan I mean, the one. reinsurgence of the Jordan Nike brand came. I mean, there was so many ones that came out. The Union Jordan. I mean, the Off-Whites. We can't forget those. You know, there's a lot of opinions about it. But a lot of people were saying that last year, the sneaker of the year was uh, the Union Jordan one. Everyone was rooting for that guy. And I mean, honestly, for me, I would say it's one of the best Jordans. I mean, I personally wear the blue, red, white combo. Storm blue toe, the storm blue. Yes. I, or Bluto or you Bluto. would you would know the official name better than I do, but <laughs> I know that it's a fly looking Jordan one. Yeah. Um, obviously the red the red toe or the black, the, toe. the black toe with the red top and the and the gray suede on it is something else that's just remarkable. But it's it's they're 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 both probably top two Jordans of the year for sure. Two thousand eighteen. But yeah. but I don't know if it it's it's just tough to say what's the best shoe of the year. You know. It's, yeah. It's Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What was your favorite? Of this year or last year? 2019. 2019. Oh, man. You know, there's still a few shoes that are about to come out in 2019 that are you really think they're good. contenders. The, the dunks. I don't know if they're really contenders, to be quite honest. 
But like, if there was just one Man, shoe this year, remind me of what's all you know. Okay, so so the Sakai's, the Sakai's came out this year. The Waffle Runners and the Blazers, Blazers and Waffle Runners, super cool. Shout out to Sakai and Nike, awesome collaboration. I'm a I'm a bigger fan of the Waffle Runners. I think it's a great shoe. Probably not the best one of the year. Travis Scott's Jordan One. I would say the Jordan One Low might be a contender. Okay. I know. That's a very unpopular opinion. Yeah, it is. I, I like the low more than the high, and I almost got crucified on my story, but... And that's, and that's okay. I think, you know, having an, a, an opinion that just differs is, like, what dialogue is all about. No, it's but great. I, I, as much as everyone loves the Jordan 1 high, I'm not really the biggest fan of it. Wow. Oh, wow. That's I like... I know. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. Somebody... I mean... Somebody played I'm that. not, like... Would I wear it? Yeah. Do I do I like it? Yes. Is it well, my favorite? No, it really is not. I'd rather wear the Jordan 1 low. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, Jordan 1 low, I never was a fan. And, and a, lot of, a lot of people are going to call me a hype beast. But I think what Travis did with the Jordan 1 low was very good. Because I feel it was like beautiful. every, not, not even like the, the, like the color and like his like backward swoosh, like the actual shape of the shoe is entirely different than like a shattered backboard low or like a bread low or like a royal low because it was just sleeker you know it didn't have that crazy looking heel in the back it was made to be a shoe that you wear on the street not a shoe you play basketball in. true which i really liked and that's why i really love the eric costin um sb jordan one lows like the unc colorway and then i like the new ones that he's actually releasing which are really really dope like, that shape is sick. Like, if all Jordan 1 lows came in that shape, I'd be wearing Jordan 1 lows all day. But, like, the rest of them, with that, if they just have a really large heel. And, like, you know, it's for, like, ankle support or, like, yeah. heel support, which makes sense because it's for basketball. But, like, I just think that Travis was really like, you know what, I want to give this kind of an SB vibe. And I kind of, I want it to be like a skate slash streetwear sneaker. Like, you know what I mean? I can, I can see that, yeah, for yeah. sure. So that's why I started liking it more. Not because... I mean, genuinely, like, I thought Eric Costin's Jordan 1 low was crazy. Oh, fire. fire. It is cool. And that shoe goes for and $100. A, $100. I, I will say shout out, shout out to Eric because that, that's, that's a fire shoe. Yeah. It is. Fire. There's a lot of other shoes. In fact, while we're on the subject, I'm not going to, like, probably name all of them. But we can't forget, like, the Fragment Claw Air Force 1 that came out. I'm an Air Force 1 guy like we've talked about. Yeah. Fire. Super fire. What's another? Oh, yeah. Cactus Plant Flea Market. They came out with some Air Force 1s. Fire. I like it. Those are top five so. for me for sure. So that that's cool. She's killing it. The blazers that she came out, out with that are like mix match. Those are pretty cool oh, yeah. in my opinion. But yeah, absolutely. A lot of people might not say that's a top tier runner love, shoe for the year, I but I think it's a great idea, idea, and it was really cool to me. Yeah. Um. You know, we're probably missing like ten shoes. But that's there's just, plenty. That's 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 that's, that's the way. But it there goes. wasn't like one that you were like, damn, like either you got it and you immediately put it on your foot or like you weren't able to get it and you're like, shit, I really need this. Mm. You know that... Because that, last year, I had If this, there's usually a shoe I want, I'm going to try it. I'm going to get it. Well, yeah, but... I don't want to say like I get every shoe I want. I'm not that guy. But was there but one that you were just like, I, I do have my to best. have it no matter what. Like I'll pay resale. I don't care. Um, last year for me, that shoe was the Hollow's Eve Blazer. That was my favorite shoe of last year. Um, I would say it's either uh, top three best shoes of last year. I paid resale for it. I didn't care. I See, had, I like the black one better. I have the Hollow's Eve too, but the black blazer to me is like, that's the, that's a fire shoe. I wore that a lot. 
I like I I don't know. I was a bigger fan of the Hollows Eve. Like that was the first shoe I paid resale for last year. Overnighted to my house and wore them the next day. Oh wow! That's how much I love those shoes. The black split swoosh Air Force One CDG. That was from last year, I believe, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's it 2018 year. shoe. Yeah. I got I got two or three pairs of those just to make sure that I had them. Yeah. Fire. So like another amazing very, shoe. Very slept on. I feel like those are going to be something that goes up next year. But you're going to hear me go I mean, back to like the silhouettes of the Air Max one, the Air Force one, right. the Air Jordan one. I, I really think that it's going to be hard to kind of like pick a shoe for this year. But, you know… Um, that that'll be a discussion for probably a different podcast with the maybe I'll have yeah I think it would be I think I'll have some some guests on that will have a pretty heated debate so it'll be an interesting I mean one. I feel like I can give a heated debate but you know I'm, I probably will need a little bit more prep I'm gonna have to go back home and look through my closet of stuff that I'm just like sitting on and be like oh wow I remember this guy right we live in a busy world you know. Yeah, shoes are definitely something that I'm passionate about, but there's so much else going on in my life right now that actually I would be lying if I said that shoes, they've taken a back burner. That's scary to say. They'll never be irrelevant to me, but like again, there's just a lot of other things that are more important right now. So I'm always going to have a fresh pair of kicks, but uh, me being the best critic of every single shoe that's coming out on a current basis is just... Totally. <laughs> probably, probably not. I was just curious to pick your brain on that one. But yeah, anyway, guys, um, we're a little bit short for time. Um, I'm, I apologize if uh, the podcast sounds a little bit different. Um, you know, I, I'm not back in the studio in L.A. I'm out in Hawaii trying to enjoy my time out here with uh, Severino Truly and uh, a couple other friends that we have out here. So, um, Severino, this is uh, your time right now. Go ahead, like, leave us with something. You know, Tell us where we can follow you and see more of a Severino Truly. And, yeah. Uh, kind of, you know, tell, tell us something like a, a little a, a word of wisdom to, you know. Man, man I'll try. Um, okay, so, well, first off, I appreciate you. Um, Thank you for coming on. Guys, yeah, you know, I think that we all have a lot of talents and, and, and ambitions in life. And I've chosen to chase several different ones of mine. and. I've kind of landed where I'm at right now with this kind of creative realm that I, I, I kind of revolve inside of. The reason I'm saying that is because I've always been really ambitious about doing what my, my heart felt. So if I had to leave you with any words of wisdom, it would just be to really be ambitious and, and, and disciplined about how to get where you want to get. Um, for me, it was just being determined and making sure I was accountable to the plan that I created for myself. Other than that, man, if there's anything to check out, it's just we have a big schedule coming up for 2020. You know, sure. there's a lot of travel, Fashion Week, Paris, Milan. Uh, I'm going to Tokyo. I'll be in Hong Kong. There's a lot going on, art, fashion stuff. But yeah, I would say just just if if you want to follow some crazy stuff <laughs> outside of this guy and everybody else he has on, you can check me out. I'm, my name is, like, like he said, Severino Alvarez or Severino Truly. Uh, you'll be able to probably find me on... Is at Severino Truly on Instagram? For yeah. Who wants to go check out some, yeah. some Fit Picks? Yeah, Fit Picks. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. If, if, if there's an old man putting out Fit Picks on another level, it's, <laughs> it's your boy Severino. <laughs> nah, but hey, for real, I appreciate you guys. iHeartRadio.
thanks guys for having me on. Look forward to uh, hearing more great things out the podcast, man. Well, appreciate you for coming on, man. Thanks for having me in Hawaii. And uh, I'm going to catch you guys next time. Peace. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home.